as I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. Whatever, Kevin. You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. All right, it is another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am executive editor Craig Galbraith. Joining me, as always, the man that everybody missed over the past few weeks, our own business development director, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? Craig, I got to tell you, this is probably the first time you've actually exaggerated an introduction of me. I mean, I don't think everyone... Probably maybe 20% of the folks miss me, but let me tell you, I missed you, brother, and it is so great to be back here with you. While it is sad that we've been away from our podcast audience and each other over the past few weeks, um, it has, on a good note, given us plenty of time to come up with some great, or maybe mediocre, as we are in the rectangle of mediocrity, material for this podcast, Craig. How the heck have you been, man? I'm doing well. Keeping the standards low so our audience doesn't expect any more than they got in 2018. I mean, 2018 <laughs> was perfectly mediocre, so uh, why, why shoot any higher, my friend? Craig, 2018 was a mediocre year for podcast hosting within the channel by both of us, but I would say for channel partners, for channel futures, and for the channel as a whole, and then of course all of our guests, 2018 was a phenomenal year. Phenomenal. Well put, buddy. You're always looking at the bigger picture. Especially when that picture involves bacon. (laughs) Coming up, we're going to have an interview from this week's Avaya Engage event in Austin, where our own Edward Gately spent the week. He's going to be catching up with Dino De Palma, who is the president of Strategic Partners and Global Accounts for Avaya. We might call it breaking podcast news, my friend. We're having Ed Gately do an interview on this podcast, the legendary Edward Gately from Channel Partners and Channel Futures Lore with all the great articles. It's long overdue. It is. It is. Can't wait to hear that and hear all the great things that uh, Dino from Avaya has to say. But uh, first, I have to ask you about this opening song again. I guess it's fitting that we've been kind of hiatus a while. Uh, We're back now, though, baby. Absolutely. A little sound garden there was appropriate when they came out with this song because they hadn't come out with an album in about 10 years. So exactly. Perfectly fitting. We haven't uh, been off for 10 years, but it kind of feels like it. Craig, excellent selection as always. Uh, DJ Craigy Craig, as I like to say. (laughs) But uh, let's go into a little more detail on something we had mentioned for the first time on our last podcast. Although I don't really much appreciate doing this because I know that someone's head is going to get even bigger than it already is. Ah, I know where you're going here. It's the brand new Digi Awards. (laughs) Here we go. Yes, our podcast, Digital Services Robot Mascot, DJ, got an award and an award ceremony named after him. Of course he did. You want to explain more about what this is all about, Craig? Certainly, except there may be a concern here that he's going to finally push you off the marquee. Uh, Hence my moaning and grumbling. (laughs) Well, our audience will no doubt remember the CP360 Awards, which recognize partner businesses for creating business value for their customers, not necessarily focusing on the biggest deals, which everyone, you know, has an award for. Well, this is like the CP360s on steroids. We're juicing it up. Get to the chopper! 
The deadline to enter is February 15th. That is just three weeks away. We're going to recognize those partner companies for achievements across 10 categories. Examples are the Cloud Builder Award, Consultant of the Year, Master of Disaster, Disaster Recovery, of course, being the focus there. We'll also have a couple of special awards. One is the Ooh. Vertical Virtuoso for Excellence in Healthcare, Retail, or some other specialty vertical. And the Digimaster for the entry that exhibited maximum digital transformation brilliance. These are all honors worthy of carrying the Digi name, Kev. 360 awards on steroids. I like it. Better to pump you up. Uh, <laughs> you know, Craig, I, I made a few jokes early on here, but it does sound amazing in all honesty. Uh, we'll provide a link for more information and for the application on the landing page of this podcast on Channel Partners Online. You can also find it under awards in the navigation bar on Channel Partners Online and on the Channel Partners Conference and Expo site. It's right there in the header, Craig. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. It, it looks great. Uh, winners will be selected by members of the Channel Partners and Channel Futures editorial team, as well as industry analysts, and will be honored during a special ceremony at the Channel Partners Conference and Expo April 9th through the 12th in Las Vegas. Keep in mind that this award is for Channel Partners only. Suppliers, distributors, and master agents are not eligible. Although, Craig, I should add, they are eligible to sponsor this award ceremony and meet all these amazing award-winning and award-nominated partners on site. I see what you did there. Spoken like a true business development director. <laughs> I had to get the <coughs> sales pitch in right there, Craig. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, Digi is really excited about this, Kevin. You know, I tried to bring back the positivity, Craig, and you just had to uh, bring it right back into my face. No, I I'm happy for Digi. He honestly deserves it. I, on the other hand, deserve no awards named after me other than that famous rectangle we always talk about. Well, as we talked about in the last podcast, uh, calling an award ceremony the Kevins just doesn't quite have the same ring as the Digis. I mean, it does to me, but I, I guess I see where everyone else is coming from. You know, Digi is not only excited about the awards, he is very pumped up about his new picture being used for the Digi Awards logo. You know, he thinks this one's just a little more dynamic than his other one. It shows he's a real happening dude. You know, I I guess uh, for a fictional robot as a mascot of a podcast, I mean, he's number one there. I'll give him that. But uh, I think instead of talking more about Digi, we should probably get to our interview featuring a real happening dude and not just a bag of bolts. Ugh, so bitter. Oh, well. In fact, Kevin, it's two happening dudes. A channel partner's Edward Gately with a top channel exec from Avaya. Take it away, Ed. Hi, this is Edward Gately, a news editor with Channel Partners Online and Channel Futures. I'm here with uh, Dino De Palma, Vice President of America Sales and Global Accounts. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Edward? I'm, I'm doing good. So first off, you can tell us a little bit about what the overall message is for partners here at, at the Engage Conference. For partners, it's we're go going to work with them to embrace our customers, to change the landscape of the offerings that we have. You know, communications are changing. Uh, what customers are looking for, both from a UC and CC perspective, um, has continued to evolve, and we need to make sure we're ready for those experiences on the UC side. Ensuring that uh, we have a mobile office, you can work from anywhere, uh, ease of use, secure, 
mobile in on the CC and collaboration side uh, we know that um, our customers are looking for more enhanced and better experiences so with the ecosystem of partners we have along with our technology that's what we're bringing to uh, to the market today mm -hmm. oh, the announcement today of a uh, via one cloud ready now private cloud offerings the via IX mobility via intelligent experiences and loyal together program talk about how all those will be benefiting and represent new opportunities for partners well, well let's talk about uh, the cloud portion of it first right, right? The, uh -huh. the readiness of it most of the customer base are moving to a cloud-based environment um, they're all pushing us but it's at different speeds for uh, different customer segments so when you think of the enterprise segment, they want to move to cloud, uh, but they need to ensure that it's secure, right? Mm -hmm. You have PCI compliance, you have HIPAA. In many cases, they have 20 plus years of business experience that they need to maintain. It's just not moving to a simple public cloud environment. So being able to work with Avaya in our private cloud environment provides them the movement to cloud, but with security and in, uh, ensuring that they can maintain their same business practices. And the ready now part, what's exciting is that many of our enterprise customers want to understand what that means. And now we can stand up uh, an instance for private cloud inside of six, eight plus days and get it up and running so they could trial it. They could see what works. And at the same time, they can leverage what it means to go to cloud, which is faster innovation. You can just continue to, to add to it. And, and when you look at some of our programs like Loyalty Together, well, if you don't upgrade, you really can't get there, right? It's uh -huh. a brave new world, so you have to be able to upgrade. So, you know, the announcements we made today are all around um, focusing our partners and customers to get to this uh, new evolution, this new UCCC world which we're, we know it's where it needs to go, and uh, we're putting the programs in place to enable that. Now, this is a, a really competitive space. Talk about Avaya's competitive advantage. There's a few areas. One, first just think of the customer base we have, right? We're 90% of the Fortune 100. Um, that in itself, our customer base has been very loyal to us. Second, um, it's not well known, and we need to do a better job advertising it, but we've continued to innovate. What well, you heard Laurent speak around AI today, uh, the work we're doing with Affinity, with Cogito, the work we're doing around mobility, no one else is actually doing that today. They all talk about it. It's in production for us. It's revenue generating. Um, and those are the areas that are going to really move the customer experience. Uh, the, the second, I would say, from a competitive advantage, and specifically around a lot of the other cloud players, and we have 2,000 global sales professionals around the world who are working with our customers day in and day out, specialists, to ensure that transition is happening. We have 2,000 services people. When it comes to cloud, the services part is critical. The ability to make it work and tie it all together with the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, you tell me, you know, the new entrants in the market that have 2,000, you know, sales plus specialists and services people for a total of four plus thousand to get this done. So when you combine the people and the technology, I, I think we're very well positioned uh, mm -hmm. in the market space. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you, you joined Avaya last May. What were your goals and what have you accomplished since that time? 
Well, it, it continues. I'm, I'm a startup guy, so you know, before coming here, I was part of the founding team of a company called Acme Packet. Uh, I was on the ground floor, uh, and so that that's my DNA. And I've tried to bring that startup mentality to Avaya. You know, I look at Avaya as uh, as a startup with uh, brand and, and, and money, and, and I've tried to bring new motions to bear. So we put a global accounts team uh, together mm-hmm. that focuses on our top 50. Um, we've made an investment in our service providers and systems integrators. And I can tell you we're starting to see some key initiatives paying off. As an example, with big friends, uh, we're now working closely with IBM, where they're going to leverage our technology on their cloud. We're seeing the largest service providers leverage our powered by for their mid-market and our private cloud for uh, their enterprise offerings, especially in the uh, public safety area. So bringing new, uh, I'd call it go-to-market strategies that uh, Avaya wasn't necessarily focusing on uh, before and making them part of, um, of a, our strategic go-to-market. Now, obviously, cloud is a very, it's been emphasized, the cloud is a, going to be a, an increasingly uh, large part of the company's overall future. Talk to me a little bit about what role partners will be playing in making these gains that, you know, was talked about on stage. Well, first, let's set the market, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to cloud, I just read uh, in, in a recent article that the services market for cloud will be close to $51 billion by 2021-22 alone, just services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our partner ecosystem, we can all participate in, in that area. And when you look at, I mentioned uh, IBM, but let's mention, let's talk about Varian, let's talk about Nuance, Salesforce. Um, all these partnerships are needed to deploy cloud-like solutions. You then add to that the vertical focus that, that uh, we're starting to see, whether it be in healthcare, hospitality, uh, or, or finance, uh, that takes special partnerships as well, uh, people who are laser-focused in those areas working with Avaya. So when you combine all that, there's, there's an opportunity between you know, an $80 billion or even close to $100 billion TAM of UFC and CC and collaboration moving to cloud, combine that with a $50 billion services opportunity, there's enough to go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's who executes against it, uh, who can take advantage of the market the, the fastest, and, and it is moving now. Now, what kind of feedback have you been receiving from partners? I guess you, you probably get a lot at this conference alone. What are they telling you as far as the direction of the company and you know well, their, their role? You know, it's funny because, in fact, I, I sat a flight over from uh, Boston to to Austin and uh, I sat next to a gentleman and I was working on my presentation and he happened to be a partner of ours mm-hmm. and um, I said you know what, what could we be doing better and you know the answer was you just need to go faster continue to support us but go faster mm-hmm. you're not going fast enough now we think we're going pretty fast but obviously the, 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 our partners are feeling the pressure of the market and they need us to accelerate our portion of the technology, right? We, we focus on on technology and bring that uh, in, into the area, so we just have to do it faster for our partners. And what does the emphasis on being a customer-led company, what does that mean to, to partners? That means that we're all listening to the end customer. Look, at the end of the day, um, it depends where you come from. I, I'm a startup guy, as I mentioned, and the way we did startups is we went out uh, to the customer base, we listened to what they wanted, and then we provided them the, the technology. I won't bore you with the details, but when I was at Acme, everyone thought it'd be a one-protocol world, and when I went out to the market, 
quickly realized that it was still multi-protocol for a long time. A lot of folks who were not, I would say, customer-led continued to go down the road of just saying, we're going to just do one protocol. Well, we won the race. Why? We weren't smarter or better. Mm-hmm. We listened. And, and that's what we're doing at Avaya. Like, we're gonna, what do you need? You need omnichannel. We understand it. You need it to be in the cloud. You need to be able to put up a POC in five to six days. Right? It's not about us telling you what you need. We're going to listen to you and bring those solutions to the market. You need AI to make your customer experience better. Okay, we're going to find a partner like Infinity and like Cogito. That, that's what we're doing. It's not about um, us telling the market uh, what's needed. We're going to listen to the market. And companies that do that, look outside. Look at what you know, an Amazon has been able to do. Who do you think they listen to? Their customer base or the CEO? What's your experience now like an Amazon? It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to bring that philosophy to uh, to a And then, what do you hope partners learn and can bring back home and make use of from the from the conference? Well, I want them to first uh, take advantage of all the new technology offerings that that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that is, is going to be critical. So you've got to go learn. Second, take advantage of the ecosystem of partners that we have here. It's you know we've brought multiple companies to this conference that do. Uh, different ways of routing that uh, do speech analytics that do AI go and look at what's out there Mm -hmm. Uh, I think what Avaya also brings to the table is an amazing ecosystem uh, of both technology and business partners that could help our end customers go to market Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you would like to add? No, I just want to say that we're grateful that uh, we, we have our partners and customers here and that uh, you know, we're dedicated to, to their success and uh, the proof will be in the pudding and you'll see us continue to work really hard to, to maintain a, their, their business. Okay. okay, great. Well, thanks a lot for speaking to us about this. Craig, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't allude to the fact that that was some outstanding stuff there from Ed and Dino De Palma from Avaya. Great to hear about all the goings on at the Avaya Partner event, and uh, you know, looking forward to hearing more from them and seeing them at the show coming up in April. And after hearing that interview, Kevin, I've clearly decided that it's a good idea to bring Ed back for more interviews when he's on site because hey, that saves us some work. No doubt, Craig. No doubt. Hey, hey Craig. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be a podcast again without one of everyone's, I'm sure, favorite segments: Personal Deep Day. You know, before we get into that, and I always look forward to the personal deep dives, I know it's been a while since the fantasy football season ended, but it's worth tooting our own horns. Uh, Kevin and his little Lebowski's team was the league champion for the regular season, 12 straight wins. Well done, my friend. Unfortunately, your team petered out once we got to the tournament, and uh, I was the winner of that, so uh, uh, we can both celebrate some successful seasons there. I didn't just peter out. I peter Paul and married right out. Uh, my team completely collapsed. Todd Gurley had a knee injury. He's still going through that and a few others. But uh, a lot of fun. Uh, several of our Informa colleagues and some former Informa Channel Partners colleagues uh, in the league, 14 teams. So to be the league champ with 200 more points than everyone else in the league, I think, shows consistency over just winning a random tournament at the end. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Craig? Uh, well, I would say... What, uh, Kansas City had the best record in the NFL this year, or the Saints, I think, and they're not playing in the Super Bowl. So I don't think I would agree with you there. Let's move on. I mean, Craig, while this is 
kind of alluding to our personal lives. I think it's time to hear what you did this past weekend and really get into the personal deep dive. Well, you know, it's appropriate that my squad in the Fantasy League was Monster Among Men. Because I went this weekend and got myself a pedicure. And there were a lot of dudes in there, I gotta tell you. So this is not just for the ladies anymore. Have you partaken in such an event? I have not, Craig. Mm. And I don't know if I like where this is going, talking about your feet. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. I was in some zero-gravity chairs, got to pamper it a little bit. Uh, it was a good time. You should uh, you should really try it. Craigie Waggy gets the pampering. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often, but uh, this was one time that it did. You know, I've actually, I have a few friends that have done it, and they say it feels great. Um, it's very relaxing. So, you know, good for you, buddy. I believe I heard that the top two things people regret with their lives are taking care of their feet and their teeth uh, when they were younger. Do they, they wish they took better care of that is what, uh, you know, top two things that I hear old people lament looking back on things. So good for you. You got the feet part covered, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll go get myself a petty later. Uh, if you see a lot of people in Rockville, Maryland running out of a shop, that's probably me getting my pedicure. <laughs> maybe you should try visiting a dentist for the first time in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely think that over. Thanks, Craig. I love doing podcasts with you. <laughs> So, uh, now that we got through my exciting uh, three-day weekend, uh, what would you do there, buddy? Well, Craig, I did a whole lot of staying inside uh, because in the D.C. area, the average temperature was about 20 degrees mm -hmm. with a 4 to negative 10 degree wind chill, depending on the time of day. So, I hung out with the family a lot, did some work around the house. It was a good time. The boy got an Xbox One for uh, Christmas. So, of course, I have found my immaturity again and am gaming all the time and, and waxing him in NBA 2K19, which is a fantastic game if Xbox wants to pay me for the plug. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> but, yeah, had a lot of fun with the family. Did a lot of cooking, actually. We experimented. I did a cooked pork chops a new way. It was very exciting. And uh, just uh, a lot of fun all around. That's one of the things, you know, I look back and think, you know, if I just had another career I could do on the side, if we had twice as much uh, time in the day, uh, it might be uh, cooking, be a chef somewhere. I like that. You know, cooking is the one thing that can completely relax me. Um, for some reason, I can forget about some of the work things we're dealing with and and all that. You know, I just, I can, I can shut the mind down, I guess is what I'm looking for, and, and just focus on cooking. Uh, and I love seeing the kids and and the wife uh, actually at least pretend to be happy with, with what I've made for them at the end of the day. So, And I like to pretend I'm on the Food Network. Today, Chef, I have prepared for you, and so it's, uh, it's fine. And it was a great experience when I visited you uh, back there in your neck of the woods, and you handed me that Big Mac through the drive through window. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was also last weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> good, good times, good times. I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, the work side of things since uh, people probably don't care that much about our personal lives, uh, but we seem to give it to them every podcast. Anyway, uh, we talked about the Digi Awards, Kevin, uh, which are new to the Channel Partners Conference and Expo this year. Our avid listeners want to know what else you've been working on ahead of the show, inquiring minds and all. Well, I'd say, you know, what we've all been working on here at Channel Partners, and that is having our biggest 
best, most fun, and hopefully most mutually successful for times 275 times 6,200 participants uh, event that we've ever had. Uh, wow, that already, was a lot of numbers. It was. It was. I went a little too far there. Maybe one too many coffees with Craig and Kevin this morning. <laughs> but, uh, you know, our show, we're already pretty much at the number of sponsors and exhibitors we had last year. Uh, at the event, and we still have several months to go, and there's still several more coming in. So if you haven't been to the website, channelpartnersconference.com, in a while, check out our exhibitor and sponsor list. Um, check out the floor plan to see who else has boots on hold that's going to be coming. I mean, there, there are a lot of new exhibitors coming in, and, of course, the mainstays that have a lot of new services to add to these partner portfolios. Really excited about that. We have an awesome keynote uh, speaker for the Business Success Symposium, Adam Hartung. He is like been the number one leadership influencer on Forbes for eight years running. Um, so you definitely don't want to miss out on that. Really excited to see him speak on the Tuesday, which we like to call Day Zero, or as I like to say, Day Zero. Because <laughs> um, it sounds like a sci-fi movie to me, but very exciting. Of course, the Digi Awards, even though it's honoring Digi, sort of. I, I got, I'm really excited to see the partners get recognized for all the great things they're doing. A lot more great content. You know a little more about that side of things, but... Uh, the show floor is going to be rocking. We're going to have more plexi meeting rooms on the floor than ever before, more exhibitors on the floor, as I've alluded to. Just going to be the biggest, best show we've ever had, man. I can't wait, quite frankly. Well, and when we say every year that it's going to be the biggest and best show uh, that we've had, those aren't just words. They're, they're true. We're adding more exhibitors every year. Uh, what are we increasing our uh, number of participants? About 10% uh, every year. Yeah, you know, maybe a little less, maybe 8% if we're going to be, you know, honest Abe's here. But, uh, yeah, so we're expecting, like I said, 6,200, more than 6,200. we got to be safe with our guarantees. So it's just going to be packed all around the show. Uh, Mandalay Bay's been a great venue for us in the past. It will be again. Vegas is always fun in the springtime. So just uh, pack your bags and be ready for a lot of fun. And you talked about Adam Hartung and his Forbes ranking. That gives uh, you and me something to shoot for in this coming year. I think we can make it in the next three months. We could challenge him. You know, <laughs> it'd, it'd be more cooperation because we're also working together on this. But, but yeah, let's get after him. We'll take him down after the show, for sure. There you go. Yeah, we'll be polite about it. And, Craig, you know, speaking of honest Abe's here, you were telling the truth, saying that it's not just talk that we're growing our show. We did last year win a trade show executive's Fastest 50 Award for being one of the fastest 50 growing trade shows, again, not just in the channel, not just in technology, but across all trade show, every market segment, every industry vertical, however you want to say it, in the United States. We were one of the fastest 50. So the largest show in the channel, fastest growing show in the channel, and we're intending to get one of those awards again this year. Uh, and we're on pace, it seems like, depending. I mean, I don't know how fast other shows are growing, but uh, we're growing pretty fast. And, and that's just a credit to all the partners that come, uh, that these exhibitors and sponsors want to see, and of course, the exhibitors and sponsors for the support of our event. So we couldn't do it without all of you, and, and you're the reasons we, we do this. So thanks again. Sometimes I forget just how great we are, but that's why you're here to remind me. <laughs> More so how great Channel Partners is and how they can even be this great supporting two mediocre fellows like ourselves. Oh, is that what you were saying? Dang it. Well, we're being honest here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, folks, we uh, will obviously be talking a lot more about the Channel Partners Conference and Expo in upcoming episodes of this podcast. And, you know, we promise we won't be gone so long again. We just got caught up in the holidays, and we wanted to make sure we delivered a top-notch podcast for you. Clearly, we failed, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Sorry. If you want to download the archives of Coffee with Craig and Kevin, be sure to go to iTunes, type in Channel Partners Online. You can also find us on SoundCloud and, of course, on ChannelPartnersOnline.com. So thanks for listening today, and uh, we will catch you again real soon. Thanks, everyone. And just know, we can only go up from here in 2019. (laughs) Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. She's always gone too long Anytime she goes away